1: Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. If you're like me, you don't have a billion dollars. And while neither you nor I need a billion dollars, we probably wouldn't turn it away either. Which is why I feel duty-bound to inform you that right now, we all have a chance to win $1 billion from Warren Buffett and his Berkshire Hathaway company. And the best part is that winning Mr. Buffett's bet seems like it should be relatively easy. All you have to do is come up with the perfect bracket for this year's 64-team NCAA basketball tournament. Shouldn't be too hard, right? Right? Spoiler alert, wrong. Okay, but how hard is it, and how could this bet about a college basketball tournament possibly be related to a famous mathematical fable about a chessboard and some grains of rice? Stay tuned, because those are exactly the questions we'll be answering today. Before we get to the odds behind Mr. Buffett's $1 billion offer, let's take a minute to talk about the answer to the puzzle posed at the end of last week's episode by math fan Raleigh, who, you'll recall, wrote... The manager at a country club had the job of scheduling a single-elimination tennis championship for 100 players. When asked how many games will they play, the manager dutifully started a list of pairs, available courts, winners, losers, etc., and got hopelessly bogged down. But the answer is easy if you approach it properly. What is that proper approach that makes things so easy? As Raleigh writes, Every game has one loser and every player loses exactly once except the champion. Thus, in a 100-player tournament, there must be 100 minus 1, or 99 games, to give us 99 losers and 1 winner. As luck, or good planning would have it, this idea comes in handy for our understanding of the odds behind perfect NCAA tournament brackets and billion-dollar bets. And that's because, in order to understand the odds, we need to know how many games are played amongst the 64 teams making up the final bracket. Using our new knowledge about such things, it's clear that 63 teams must lose in order to get one winner, which means that there must be 63 games in the NCAA tournament.
0: Start your electric journey right here, right now.
1: Okay, now let's get back to the odds of picking that perfect bracket and winning that $1 billion. Let's say you know absolutely nothing about basketball and simply guess the winner of each game at random. In that case, you have a 50-50 shot of choosing the winner of any particular game. Since there are two possible outcomes of the first game and every game thereafter... And since you would have no insight about the probable winner of any game, there are 2 to the 63 possible brackets you could come up with. How many is that? It's an astoundingly gargantuan number. According to Wolfram Alpha, the number of grains of sand on Earth is between 10 and 100,000 times the number 2 to the 63. In other words, there is one possible NCAA tournament bracket for perhaps every 10 grains of sand on the planet. Even if there's one possible tournament bracket for every 100,000 grains of sand, that's still an enormous number of brackets. In case you're wondering, the actual value of the number 2 to the 63 is about 9.2 times 10 to the 18, a.k.a. 9.2 quintillion or 9.2 billion billion. So, yeah, it's a big number. Kind of boggles the mind to think there are that many possible tournament brackets, no? So what does this have to do with rice and a chessboard? Well, by some bit of cosmic good fortune, it turns out that chessboards have exactly the same number of squares as there are teams in the NCAA tournament. And I say good fortune because this means that the numbers behind the NCAA tournament odds are the same numbers that, as legend has it, the inventor of the game of chess knew about when he made a deal with the emperor of India way, way back in the day. The story goes that the Emperor was so impressed with this new game that he told the inventor he could have whatever reward he wished for. Being a rather ingenious fellow, the inventor did not ask for gold, jewelry, or anything obvious like that. Instead, he wished only to receive one grain of rice for the first square of his chessboard, two for the second, four for the third, eight for the fourth, and so on, doubling the number of grains for each square of his board. The emperor thought this a rather meager request, but happily agreed to what he thought was a pretty sweet deal for himself. Until somebody ran the numbers and realized that the final square of the chessboard would have to contain 2 to the 63 grains of rice, which, as we know from our NCAA tournament math, is perhaps only about 10 times fewer grains of rice than there are grains of sand on earth. That's a lot of rice. If we didn't know it before, we are all now well aware of the fact that 2 to the 63 is a huge number, which means that Warren Buffett's $1 billion is pretty safe, right? Probably. The truth is that the odds of winning aren't actually quite as bad as I've led you to believe. And that's because most people aren't making brackets by randomly guessing about winners and losers. In fact, there are a number of very safe bets that you can make, such as the fact that first-round games are almost certain to be won by the higher-ranked team, that bring the odds down a fair bit. How much? Well, don't get your hopes up, because they're still pretty steep. But according to a Business Insider article, DePaul University math professor Jeff Bergen believes that the odds could be reduced to somewhere around 1 in 128 billion by applying this sort of clever thinking, which is something like 70 million times better than the odds based upon pure random guessing. So should Mr. Buffett be worried? Well, you don't become one of the most successful investors in history by making stupid bets. And we've seen that the math is on his side, so I'm guessing he's not too concerned. But there is always a chance, so you might want to get that bracket submitted anyway, because you never know what could happen. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. While you're out and about on the internet, please take a look at my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra. It's perfect for you and all the math fans in your life, and it's available wherever you like to buy books. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans.